Welcome to this podcast by Miss Julie. We hope you will enjoy listening to this podcast, and please look for more in the future. Hi, guys. Welcome to this week's podcast titled People, Property, and Priorities. So a very interesting thing happened this week to prompt this podcast. We here at CFK believe in community and getting together publicly. So Bible study is one of the things we like to offer. We meet at the Rochester, New York Central Library on Thursdays from 11 to noon on the third floor. Now, in order for me to get there, I park my car in a parking garage because street parking is limited in the city. So I happened to pick a space in the parking garage where I knew I would have plenty of room to get in and out of my vehicle without hitting the car next to me. It can really be a common problem in parking garages since the spaces are so tight and some cars seem to be gigantic these days. So things seem to be getting off to a great start. I'd found a nice space and it was pretty close to where I needed to be. So after the Bible study time was up, I went to get into my car and the woman who owned the car next to me came up to my driver's side and she asked me if my door had hit her car. I was totally stunned by this line of questioning seeing I had already made sure this wouldn't be the case when I had first parked my car. I told her I did not hit her car, but she proceeded to inspect my door and the side of her car anyway. Then she looked at me once more and got in her car and drove away. I don't think she understood how insulting she came across, and she clearly failed to realize she treated me pretty badly. I mean, I truly didn't harm her vehicle, but she didn't hesitate to insult me and drive away without any kind of apology for treating me that way. Now, the Bible tells us to pray for people who insult and harm us. So I did that right away because I didn't want anger and bitter feelings welling up within my heart. The Bible warns us about this. It's in Ephesians 4, 31 through 32. It says, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So I applied God's teaching immediately, and I prayed for this woman, forgiving her for treating me that way. But this whole experience led me to questions. When do things we own become more important than people? And is it okay to treat our things better than the way we would treat others? Now, I would have never imagined doing a podcast on something like this. Do we really need to have a podcast on how to treat other people better than we treat objects? (laughs) You know, the answer clearly became yes, though, is this was a grown woman in her mid-50s, and she was clearly much more concerned about her BMW than she was about me. Now, I'm pretty sure we have all experienced this on some level. There is a common saying among parents, we can't have anything nice in this house. Now, parents usually say this because kids are notorious for ruining and breaking things. I'm sure we have all gotten in trouble growing up because we broke something that was precious to our caregivers. I remember once my sister and I were horsing around a huge vase of my mom's. It got kicked over and shattered, 
and we got into huge trouble for that. It's a common theme when dealing with young ones in the house. Parents and guardians teach us to value things and not to break things they worked really hard to buy. It's a good lesson for sure. There's nothing wrong with us being taught to respect other people's property. But when things do get broken and accidents happen, how we treat others in those situations really does matter. Me and my sister had to replace the vase we broke, and rightfully so. We did something wrong and needed to make it right. The Bible instructs us in this as well. It's in Exodus 21:33. It says, If anyone uncovers a pit or digs one and fails to cover it and an ox or donkey falls into it, the one who opened the pit must pay the owner for the loss and take the dead animal in exchange. Now, me and my sister dug a pit for ourselves for sure. <laughs> we were monkeying around near our mom's favorite vase and it got broken. The vase was totally destroyed, just like that dead animal in this Bible verse, and we needed to make that right. We should always make it right when we break something. We even see this in stores as a policy. You break it, you buy it. It's a real thing, guys, you know? We should never try to get out of something we clearly did wrong without making restitution. But in this case, with the parking garage, I did no damage. But the owner still felt entitled to treat me badly. And this is what we're going to focus on today. When our natural tendency is to think more highly of things than of people. Now, the Bible tells us in Philippians 2, 3 through 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interests of others. So right there, we are instructed to value people even more than ourselves and not to do things out of our own selfishness. We should never value anything above others. And Galatians 5:14 through 15 says, For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. So here the Bible is also telling us our words matter and how we talk to one another really matters too. What this verse is saying is that we should be kind and treat people the way we would want to be treated. And if we are mean with our words, it's a caution to expect mean, biting words back. <laughs> now, God doesn't like this cycle of mean words being tossed back and forth, of course. That's why Jesus taught us to pray instead for people when they're mean to us. He doesn't want us getting caught up in this vicious cycle of being mean to one another. So Jesus teaches us how to break these cycles by doing things in a godly way not out of our own selfishness. Matthew 5.44 says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Now Matthew 25.40 says, And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it, to one of the least of these, my brothers, 
You did it to me. So what Jesus is really teaching us here is that every interaction we have with people, we should look at as if we are speaking these words to God himself. Now, that certainly will help us change our perspective on how we treat other people, right? I mean, if that woman in the parking garage had thought for even a moment that it was Jesus sitting in the driver's seat and not me, Do you think she would have approached the situation differently? We will never know. But what we can do is make sure we are treating others with respect, care, and concern. So the next time we're tempted to think people are a problem and our things should actually be treated better than them, let's remember how Jesus wants us treating each other because his ways are best for all of us. Now, I'd like to read you a page out of our book titled, Thankful. The Lord was actually disciplining me about how I used to treat people. Here's what it says. The Lord reminded me of a disagreement I had with a very good friend of mine. She didn't share my opinion about some things that seemed important to me at the time. So I turned this person away and treated her badly. I felt offended by her just because she didn't agree with me. I told my friend she had hurt my feelings. She said she was sorry and she asked me to forgive her, but I just couldn't do it. I felt hurt, offended, and angry, and I let that friendship slip away. I have done the same sort of things to other people in my life too. It became a bad habit. This particular situation happened so many years ago, I had completely forgotten about it. I hadn't even thought about this person in years, but God reminded me of it, and he pointed out to me that he never treated me the way I had treated my friend, even when I'd hurt his feelings by some of the bad choices I'd made in my life. God never turned away from me. God showed me that it's never okay to disregard other people, to ignore their feelings, or to try to hurt them or punish them just because they've made us angry. Of course, it's good to have boundaries. Sometimes we need to remove ourselves from unhealthy situations, but this was not always the case with some of the people that I turned away from. When I received this message, all I could say was, thank you, Jesus, for not treating me the way I have treated other people. I actually wrote my friend a letter of apology and I asked her to forgive me. And I did make things right with the other people I had hurt as well. The Lord was showing me I didn't have to stumble over who people are or what they believe for me to accept them. And people do not have to agree with me in order for me to love them. God loves all of us all the time, no matter how badly we mess up and no matter what mistakes we make. He always loves us. He is our example of what love is and what love is all about. So I just wanted to leave us with that, guys, because it does really matter how we think about people, how we treat people, and the words we say to people. They do matter. And if you want to pick up a copy of the Thankful book, um, it is local in the Canandaigua Wegmans. We also have it on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And you can even buy it right directly from our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org. Have a blessed day, guys. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Miss Julie. If you want more from Miss Julie, 
be sure to check out our website, ChristForKidsMinistries.org.